All right, what is up, everybody? Keith Jameson, Gilbert Gay Guy, 231 across the DFS industry. We are on to Thursday slate. We're going to talk about the three-game main slate. Um, just going to jump right into it. I don't have a lot of time. But quick reminder, like, subscribe, comment. If you're interested in more coverage, we're having an awesome day today. So I'm hoping, I think right now, Tindril Storm is sweating out some big, big stuff. But um, the subscription is run by Storm and I, giving you all our core plays for every single slate, who's on sets, all the pertinent players that you need to know. $40 for the entire tournament. That deal is through tomorrow. So, uh, you know, join on that if you're interested. All right, let's jump into the games. I'm not going to spend much time on Uruguay versus South Korea. <clears throat> Uruguay's minus 143 favorite. Dier Skeda, good player for his Brazilian team, Flamengo. Um, he doesn't put up huge, huge numbers for um, Uruguay national. Give me a second. I'm going to close this door real quick. Okay. So he doesn't put up huge numbers for Uruguay, but, you know, he's a favorite. I'm a, probably a monopoly set pieces. If he's not a monopoly, it's either Valverde or Pelisteri that will steal some from him. Versus a team that, you know, bookies think that they should do well against. I just noticed Uruguay, you know, playing like South American qualifiers, playing previous World Cups, all that stuff. They just never have a ton of DFS output. So my thought would be Portugal and Brazil both are in really good spots here of waiting and just getting pieces from there. So that's kind of how I lean. Oliveira, Vila are fine for fullbacks. You know, I could see this being a, you know, 1-0-0-0 type of game. So I could see playing Rochette. And then if you went for GPP, Nunez and Suarez probably won't be owned that much. So they're fine. Valverde, one of the best midfielders in the world, but he plays a more central role for Uruguay. If he's outside, I'm a little more interested than I would be otherwise. Um, for Korea, it's really also just the Sun Show. Um, takes Monopoly set pieces. He's everything for them. He's arguably one of the best four forwards on the slate. Um, it's just not a great matchup. Uruguay's a very good defensive team. I think they'll bottom up pretty well. They play a lot of like some of the dark art stuff. So um, I don't think I'm that interested much. I, I don't know if I'll lock anybody from this game um, in optimal cash. So let's just move on to Portugal and Ghana. So I want to make one note on Ronaldo who's, you know, probably going to be one of the guys that somewhat decides to slate. Before the last World Cup, you had the Spanish government, I think it was like, sued him for like some tax stuff from um, something with his wages or something in Madrid. I don't remember the whole story. And he, they played Spain the first game. He immediately drops three goals on Spain. Now you have Ronaldo getting re- released by Manchester United yesterday. So just a nice extra little bit of momentum going for him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he shows for a big game. Right now, I don't have him in main, but uh, definitely going to try to squeeze some some shares in GPP. But the guys to have the guy to have here is Bruno. Has been awesome for United recently. He's in really really good form. Takes split sets. Split sets here is most likely with Bernardo Silva, unless you would see Rui here as left back for Portugal. He'll take. Sometimes you could see uh, Guerrero take as well, but more often than not, it's Bruno and Dilva. Um, and then obviously a lot of everything's starting about servicing to Ronaldo. Um, you can see Octavio potentially in here for Liao or Liao just in. Liao's been great for Milan all season. With that. So I think he's interesting. He's a very interesting second forward too. No sort of set share, but just very, very dynamic guy that's going to cause Ghana all sorts of problems. Joe Cancelo is a very good right back. It's very, very expensive right back as well. So I think you, you might struggle for the top pieces of getting to him, but I like him quite a bit. Uh, that covers... Portugal. Well, let's go to Ghana. Everybody's really cheap here. Sets are probably Jordan, Ayu, and Kudos. Kudos is like low 3,000s. Jordan, Ayu, sub 5,000 as a forward. They're both fine. I don't think um, 
Portugal can it's really weird. They're defensive, but they can also soak up possession. I think this is one of the bigger mismatches on the slate. Obviously, the bookies are great at minus 250. So I'm not running for Ghana pieces. Um, but if I did, it would be kudos and IU. Lamptey, a very active right back. It just depends on fit for him. He's not anybody you would prioritize. Let's go to Brazil for Serbia. Last game. Um, Neymar is the untouchable in the slate. I don't see any sort of builds that you're doing without Neymar. Um, as good as he is for PSG, he's that much better for Brazil. So you just have to play him. Now, I really want to see... I think this should be Gabriel Jesus. I'd be shocked if it wasn't Jesus. And then I'd be shocked if this wasn't Vinny Jr. So I kind of have disagreements with the sofa prediction. Um, assuming that it's Jesus, I think he's underpriced at 7,300 if you consider that he has Neymar and um, Vinny Jr. working for him. So I kind of don't mind that, even though it's a little bit more goal dependent. Jesus had a decent floor for Arsenal, you know, just showing just really good form all season for them. So I, I like him there. The funniest thing about Brazil is for despite, you know, being a minus 222 favorite after, you know, the front three, you don't really have to consider anybody else. Um, Their fullbacks aren't crossers. Paqueta is fine. I just don't think that Paqueta without any sort of set role or anything like that is somebody you're going after. And then this could be like Bruno Guimaraes or Fred, who knows, depending on how they want to go. But it really just is Neymar and then maybe another forward, depending on if you play Sun or if you're playing Ronaldo. Um, that's all you really have to constrain yourself with Brazil. From Serbia, they actually are very DFS friendly. They've, they've sure that their defense defensive work a lot better, but like towards the end of World Cup qualifying, they were allowing goals like crazy. So I wonder if we revert a little bit back to that against a Brazil team that they're a little bit overmatched on. Brazil is the number one team in the world. Tadic takes most of their set pieces. You can see Lazovic. This could be Fleet Kostic, I believe, too. I don't, oh, he's doubtful. Okay. So this could be Kostic, too, if he's fit. Um, I don't know if I just I, I just don't want to go here. I I think if I'm waiting and saving spots for the last game, it's for Brazil. And if I'm like way behind, then maybe I'm switching to like some Dusan Vlavic or maybe they start Mitrovic up there to be a problem, somebody like that. Probably not going for floor. So I think how you build on the slate is um really the, your your two locks are Bruno and Neymar, and then just deciding from there. You know what do you want to do with the other sets? You know really it's going to be what you want to do at second forward. Do you want to wait for a Jesus? Do you want to play Ronaldo with all the narratives? Do you want to play Bernardo Silva, who, you know, we sometimes don't like to play him in EPL, but he's actually different for Portugal. He's a lot more floor. Do we want to punt? Do we want to play Sun? There's a lot of options. That's going to decide to say it should be fun for that reason. So hope that this preview helps. If it did, again, like, subscribe, comment. I really do appreciate y'all. With that, I'll say see you.